0: moving from if to how. It was 2 a.m., pitch black, but for the twinkling headlaps of the fellow climbers on Mount Rainier. Crampons on my boots, ice axe in my hand, inexorably tethered to a timing cli- climbing team of four. I'm scrambling up the aptly named Disappointment Cleaver, despair creeping into my consciousness. This is where I learned the meaning of how commitment. Though I'd trained hard and felt great on the climb the day before, I was laboring mightily in the higher altitude. Guide RMI owner and mountaineer Peter Whitaker told me later I wasn't breathing properly. Great. While we charged past other rope teams, I felt as if I was barely hanging on. I'd never been so completely spent. What made me think this was a good way to celebrate my 50th birthday? No matter what. Then I recalled what the famous mountaineer and our guide, Ed Visters, had told me the night before our initial ascent. I'd asked him how many times he'd turned back from a peak due to circumstances within his control. His answer, never. He had never given up on a summit because he was too tired or too hungry or too cold or too scared. Never in 30 years of climbing the world's highest, most treacherous peaks. Ed's formidable fortitude inspired me to dig deeper than I otherwise would have imagined possible on that ridge and I kept placing one boot after the other. I would get up that mountain no matter what. No matter what thinking generates a powerful mindset shift from if to how. Nothing about the circumstances change, and we change. When our mindset shifts from if to how, the possibility of impossibility The option for failure is eliminated from consideration. And instead, we search for the way we can. If. The if mindset is like a testing hypothesis. Hypothesis. I can summit Mount Rainier. True or false? It is as if either outcome has an equal likelihood. Because an if mindset allows for a false outcome. With a how mindset, every way considered assumes success. And the difference between if and how is a matter of commitment. In our over-scheduled, always accessible, multi-optional lives, we experience if commitment all the time. We experience an, if I can, if it's convenient, I'll try, kind of commitment to goals, people's, community, work, volunteerism, and ourselves. I'll go to that board meeting if I can. I'll help my friends move if they are really organized. I'll stop by that get together if I have time. I'll try to hit my fitness goals, no harm in trying. These are hedging strategies. With if commitments, we keep our options open. We avoid actually failing. We don't disappoint. We don't get hurt. The if commitment is comfortable. It's convenient. And while if commitments feel easier, what we don't realize in the moment is how exhausting they can be for us over time. We are constantly retrading our decisions. Should I or shouldn't I go? Who will be upset with me if I don't? How much effort is enough? Is this enough? And if commitment is a partial, toe in the water kind of commitment, and we leave some of the most resourceful parts of ourselves behind. Now, how? A how commitment is energy efficient. A single decision made once. Like an on-off switch, all the energy is put into the effort of moving forward on the goal, the relationship, the event, the organization. We are all in. How do we make how commitments without becoming overcommitted? One possibility, transform if commitments either into a defined how commitment or no commitment at all. A defined how commitment would involve deciding specifically what we definitely will do. Then anything more is gravy. How many times per week will we work out no matter what? How many nights will we be home for dinner at a specific time, no matter what? How many times will we call or visit our family this month, no matter what? Creating to find how commitments or eliminating commitments altogether can be difficult in the beginning because it requires intention, clarity, and maybe some courageous conversations with the parties involved. And instead of kicking that can constantly down the road and wearing ourselves down and our relationships with our iffy commitments, we can instead be following through on how commitments with an efficiency and clarity that dramatically reduces our mental, emotional, and physical drag. And over time enhances the quality of our life and our relationships. We can feel lighter and more aligned with what's truly important to us, with our how commitments. By the way, I summited Mount Rainier around 6.30 that morning, minus a few teammates. It was by far the hardest thing I've ever done. And it was life changing. It proved to me the power of how. What does commitment mean to you? How do you treat commitment with your clients? How do you respond when they don't follow through? How do you hold yourself to your own commitments? Join the conversation. We would love to have you.